from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man! He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Red 7! I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock! That's what we call a sack lunch! I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. About 15 minutes on this Thursday edition. Tomorrow, Kevin Hagan, Ole Miss, E.B., and Brett, Brad Powers. That's the rest of the week. Baseball starts tomorrow. I understand. It's not college football. I'm still excited about it. Looking forward to it. Allen in Tampa, except Miami. Welcome in. Good morning, buddy. How you doing? How's Miami? It's Miami. It's, it's a hellhole, but it's Miami. Are you, is your work today near the beach? Oh, no, no. We're, uh, we're over in the, uh, how can I put this, the less desirable part of town. And they've got, they've got two months of stuff for you. Yeah, we got four or five projects down there. You know, they, we keep, get, keep getting more. So it's easier to stay down there and do it, you know, do it while you can. Just take it to the spring break. Do these usually come from people you've worked with before, or are they new? No, these are people I've worked with for a long time. I did a lot of work for a, uh, a investment firm out of New York City. They go, they, they don't, they don't buy buildings in Miami. They buy whole city blocks. Right. They got wow. some deep pockets. And that relationship, they can trust you because you've done work for so long for them. And you trust them that they're good for what they say, so it's a good deal. It's a great deal. And the best thing about it for me is they pay New York prices, if you know what I mean. Well, it must be worth it to them. Oh, it is. It's great. It's a great relationship. I got them, and I got an environmental lawyer uh, that we do a lot of work for. He's probably the best environmental lawyer in the state of Florida. We do a lot of work for him as well. Wow. That sounds good, man. He's one of those guys, when when he calls you, you have to go immediately, period. There's no next week or tomorrow. No, it's like now. So, But he's a good customer. Yeah, I've been in business almost 20 years now, so you build a you build a base up over a you know, period of time. And your son's going to someday take it over, right? I hope so. I've about had enough. <laughs> I want to go <laughs> and sit on the beach. I want to sit on the beach and watch uh, beach volleyball. I go up there and just <laughs> business, see my mom. I go to Orange Beach, see my mom, and just business and sit on the beach. Get us a little cooler and watch uh, beach volleyball. What's wrong with that? I hear you, man. You talk about the fan thing. You know, if you go to the center of the state where uh, US 27 is, 27 goes down through all the groves, uh, Lake Placid, Sebring, Avon Park, Haines City, all the farmers in the orange 
Groves over there, they're mostly Gator fans. That's Gator country. And uh, and you get up in the Panhandle, it's, it's FSU, Auburn, Alabama. You go up 19 from Crystal River up to Tallahassee. A lot of FSU fans there. Tampa's Gator, big time Gator, Gator uh, country. But it uh, it's it's just uh, a lot of the like I say, a lot of the farmers though, in orange groves and things like that are all Gator fans. It's always interesting. Now, you guys, have t- we've asked this before, but tell me again, what's Jacksonville made up of as far as the percentages? Oh, the tube? The tube's mostly uh, Florida and Georgia. And that's, that's, I've got some good friends of mine that are FSU fans live in Jacksonville. But I would say it's mostly Florida and Georgia. Wow. So not Florida State at all? No, no, no. no it's maybe 20%. Look, I grew up in Birmingham. And it was Alabama, Alabama, Alabama. Period. Right. Oh yeah. There was no, no. It, you couldn't, you couldn't uh, venture off the reservation. Period. End the story. End the conversation. And my sister was an Auburn fan. I think just to aggravate my dad and my brother. She was an Auburn fan. Wow. Yeah, I think she she still is. I think she did it just to aggravate my dad and my brother. <laughs> For spite. I, I, mean, I still I, I believe that to this day. And my dad died years ago, but I think to this day she did it just to prank with him, I believe. Poke him. <laughs> so you'll go home just, every weekend, right? Yeah, I'm going home probably tonight. I'll leave my oh, so go down there. I'll go home tonight, yeah. I got things to catch up on in the office I'm going to do. Then I'll, I'll go back Sunday. And then the crew can stay down there and work, right? Yeah, I'll leave work tomorrow, then they'll come back tomorrow afternoon, and we'll all go back down there Sunday. Gotcha. I got wow. uh, my son's going to be on one job Monday morning at 6 o'clock loading trucks, and one of my operators on another job Monday morning at 6 o'clock loading trucks. So, But, I mean, you know, listen, it, uh, we work all over the state, so I'm used to it. It pays the bills. I mean, now, I've do been you... fortunate that... Do, do you do you haul the excavator down there, or is there one down there waiting on you? I rent them. Uh, I, I rent one down there because I was going to buy one a few years ago. I buy one for about two fifty, but to haul a big excavator to Miami and back is four thousand dollars, four to five thousand bucks. It ain't worth it. Better off to rent one down there. Another problem too we have is we use so many different sizes. We use small ones, we use big ones, and the variety we use it doesn't make sense to buy one. So. We rent everything. You get new stuff. Everything works. You got a problem, you call them, they come fix it. They'll bring you another one. It's just easier that way. Well, and you've got the people who cover the cost for it, so that's even better. Yeah, you you put it into the job. But sometimes we'll have three machines at one time rented. I don't want to go buy three, you know. Heck no. Well, some jobs will have an excavator, a loader, a dozer. We have four or five pieces of equipment on one job. It's a big project. And uh, it's, it's just, you get done, you fill it up with fuel, and you call them to come pick it up. Main thing is fill it up with fuel, because if you don't, they charge you 11 bucks a gallon. <laughs> and it holds how many gallons? Hundreds? A uh, big excavator holds about 125. Wow. <laughs> but you burn 100. If you were on a big excavator and you run it hard all day, you'll burn 100 gallons a day. I bet. Wow. My fuel bill, when somebody else got elected as president, my fuel bill tripled. 
They charge you if so if you leave it not full, they charge you eleven dollars a gallon as opposed to you're probably paying what three fifty down there. No, I paid for off road fuel. I think the last load I got was four four thirty four four twenty five a gallon. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And then uh, when the other guy was around, I was paying a dollar sixty five a gallon for off road fuel. <laughs> I don't mention dance because people get all wound up, but I got people trying to tell me you don't you don't know what you're talking about. I said, well, I don't have a college education. I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I know I look at my fuel bill today, and I look at my fuel bill two years ago, and there's a hell of a difference. <laughs> well, don't buy eggs while you're down there either. You won't like that. No numbers. Yeah, numbers don't lie, man. <laughs> Bobby Bowden said it one time. He said, uh, "Figures don't lie, liars figure." I think he's true. I think that's right. He's right. He has some good ones. I, I was at an event with him once. He goes, yeah, my wife, Ann, had plastic surgery. Everybody looked, you know, and she's sitting beside him. She looked at him like, what are you talking about? He goes, I cut off all her credit cards. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, he had some good ones, man. He was, he was uh, what do you call it, a treasure, I guess. Oh, yeah. to say. No, no doubt. But, uh, All right, man. Yeah, you want to do a show? You want to do a remote show, man? Come to the sandbar. We'll set you up. We will. I appreciate it, bud. All right, bud. Have a great day, man. Thanks for taking my call, bud. You too. Topwater Assassin said, Bill, regarding the demographics of South Carolina, Clemson and, and South Carolina, says it's at least three to one South Carolina, meaning the Gamecocks. Much bigger school, easy to drive for everybody in the state. Carolina's easy to get into. Clemson is almost impossible to get into unless you run a 4-3-40. When they beat us five in a row, it was probably five to one in this state. Clemson is more national. Boy, I didn't realize that. So he said if you just take the whole state, it's at least three to one, Cox, inside that state. What did you say there, Patton? All right, we'll stay down in South Florida because that's where Allen is. He's not that far from West Palm. He's not that far from Jupiter. Wellington, what's up, Jim? Yeah, I could go visit Allen today. I'm probably about um, an hour away. So I don't I don't hate Miami the way Allen does because I grew up in a Cuban neighborhood. So, I, yeah, there's a lot of Cubans down in, in Miami. So, I kind of dig the culture and I dig the food. I just I can't stand the hurricane fans, but I don't mind it down there. I'd never live there though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's either it's either super high dollar or it's a dump. There's no okay. in between in Miami. Let's say let's say okay, for some reason you have to either live in Miami, Daytona Beach, or Jacksonville. What would you do? Oh, uh, Miami. I'd figure a way. I couldn't live in those white trash places. Jacksonville and Daytona, it, 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 when you're there, you feel like fleas are, like, on top of you. It's just nasty, Bill. I see oh, why you no. didn't go to, to spring break in Daytona, even though that was the place to go. It's nasty. That's a disgust. Oh. And Jacksonville, man, I, I, that, that place, ugh. It's nicer than Daytona, but they're both, you know, they're, they're not places I want to be in. But, Billy, when I was calling you that um, 
uh, Kirby Smart just had an article um, that was written by one of the FSU beat writers, and he was talking about how Mickey Andrews, because, you know, Kirby was a GA here at FSU. Yeah. And he was talking about how Mickey Andrews might be the most influential coach he's ever had because he learned that you gotta you got to work people really, really hard. And he learned his toughness, he said, from Mickey. And then he also learned that, the way that Mickey loved players. And that's why so many players at FSU love Mickey Andrews because he worked the dog crap out of them, but he really loved you. So I thought that was a really cool article about Kirby talking about, you know, how much Mickey meant to him. That is cool. I haven't seen that. I'll pull that up. I'll find that. Yeah, I'll send it to you. It's really cool stuff. But, uh, yeah, we had Kirby as a GA and man, you know, Mickey didn't play around. He was old school. And that's why you can see some of that old school stuff in Kirby Smart. You'll have a good one. Yeah, man. Appreciate the call. Jay Book, when we come back, if you're a Buckeye or if you have Buckeye questions, Big Ten questions, post them on Twitter. We're about to go there. Omni Nashville Hotel. dream paying off your credit card remodeling your kitchen exploring the rainforest of costa rica whatever your dreams they take some planning and state farm agent austin hardy is right here in the middle tennessee community to lend a hand as your local good neighbor he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream so whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world call state farm agent austin hardy here in the middle tennessee community like a good neighbor state farm is there as a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years. Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189 or online at richardcourtney.com. Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic, treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. Are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Calton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand. 
Every vehicle I've purchased has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanofRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. I bought a piano for Grace, okay, when she was like 12 years old, and she was really good. Uh, just to get the piano out of the house, uh, and I couldn't sell it, do you know who I gave it to? Kelly Holcomb. Did you really? For, for, his, da- for his daughter, who's now uh, the leading scorer at Lipscomb ba- Women's Basketball. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. you like tackle football? Bill King does, and you can connect with at Bill is King on Twitter or 615-844-5600. Always a pleasure. Ohio State, Big Ten, college football. Probably ask him about the Pac-10, Pac-12 a little bit later. But Jay Book, we're going to start here. 614 Rob up in Ohio. Ask Jay Book, does he think Gene Smith and Ryan Day are on the same page when it comes to NIL? I would say absolutely not. Um, and I know that to be true because I've talked, to, I've talked to some of the people who are involved with the collective. And from what I've gathered, uh, Bill, here is Ryan Day really wants to push the envelope. And Ohio State, they're, they're proceeding with caution here. Now, Ohio State is never going to get into the business of paying kids significant money up front. They're not going to get into uh, Rashada type of transactions. But with that being said, they want to be able to have the funds once a kid arrives on campus to be able to take care of them. Right now, the problem that you're seeing at Ohio State, there's not a lot of uh, support coming from the administration. Um, and so that's, a lot of, that's frustrating for the coaches. A lot of the, the coaches believe that they're going down south in some of these SEC recruiting battles with one arm time behind their back because if they're neck and neck with a kid and one school is offering potentially life-changing money and he really loves Ohio State, and we've seen it this last recruiting cycle, kids really love Ohio State, but at the end of the day, they decided to go elsewhere because Ohio State's ability to match those type of funds that were being thrown out there just wasn't realistic. Uh, when it comes to, to Gene Smith, they're not receiving any type of help from the athletic department as far as getting the, the NIL initiative built up and pushed out. I know the collectors, they, they're struggling just to get Gene Smith to send out a tweet um, to give them some type of support. So, I would say no, they're not on the same page, and there's a lot of work to be done. Uh, just recently, two of the collectors combined forces, which is a good thing. Now the next step is just to get everybody rowing in the same direction. That was one of the, the great things about Urban Meyer when he was at Ohio State. 
everybody from the janitor in the building all the way up to the president of the university, the athletic director, assistant athletic director, he made sure that everybody was rolling in the same direction. Uh, but this NIL thing here has been very reluctant from the administration to really buy in. And, you know, that's confusing to me because why would Gene Smith be so – and maybe disconnected isn't the right word, but so, you know, non-understanding of how important this is. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating. Um, you know, just talking to some of the people who work the collective, the, the big thing is they've had numerous conversations uh, with Gene Smith and – he seems to believe that he's doing everything that he can to help. There are some people that blame the board of trustees. There are some people within the athletic director that blame athletic director's office that blame the governor because Ohio laws vary from Tennessee laws, um, and so they would like the Ohio laws in regards to NIL to be loosened up. So there's there's a whole you know bevy of people that you can point your finger at that a lot of people are pointing their fingers at to say this is the issue. At the end of the day, Ohio State football is funding the majority of these sports. Ohio State has a budget issue. I mean, they, they raked in, you know, $200-plus million in revenue from sports. majority of that came off the backs of the football players. They, they were able to get $60 million of donations from boosters. The, the collectives right now who are trying to help with the NIL, they can't even get a booster list from Gene Smith to say, hey, give us just the names who you guys are fundraising with so that we can go and call those people and say, hey, can you help us out? Can you can you pivot and donate some of those funds to the NIL collective? Gene Smith doesn't want that. If any booster who decides to pull money from donating to the athletic department, he wants to have a personal one-on-one conversation with those people to express the ramifications. They they just borrowed $40 million from the university, uh, the athletic department. They're building a brand-new ice hockey rink. Now, you, you tell me, Bill, hey, if we're needing to borrow money from the university, why are we going to go and spend, uh, you know, a couple million dollars on a new ice hockey rink when Ohio State's football facilities need a major upgrade right now? I saw – Jay Book, maybe within the last two weeks, I think. A guy that I've known for a long time, Mark Pantone, who heads up the personnel department for the football program there at Ohio State, say something. And, and tell me if I saw this right, where because of what you're talking about, he may choose, they may choose to be more regional and not as national when it comes to football recruiting. I think that was Mark's way of sending a, a clear message to the administration to say, if you want to keep this train rolling, then you're going to need to be able to help out. We all know and they know you can't win a national championship just off the soul of regional recruiting at Ohio State. Now, with that being said, you're always going to have the backbone of the program based off Ohio high school athletes. And they're darn good athletes. They're extremely well coached, but they're typically behind schedule compared to kids in the South because they don't have spring football. So you need to be able to build your core off Ohio talent, but you've got to go big game hunting in the South and out West, and you've got to go toe-to-toe with the Georgians and the Alabama for those difference makers. And I think that was Mark Pantone's way of sending a message, but also making it clear that Ohio State's not in the business of getting into bidding wars for some of these kids. 
So if a prospect's sole focus is on NIL and getting paid as opposed to being developed and then arriving on campus and getting um, some type of NIL deal that Ohio State is willing to do at that point, that's a whole totally different conversation because Ohio State will never get into the, the business of giving a kid millions and or hundreds of thousands of dollars of upfront payments. Jay Book with us. He's with Bug Nuts talking Ohio State, Big Ten, what have you. Tom in Myrtle Beach, any truth to the idea that Ohio State canceled the Washington game due to further expansion, or was it simply just because of scheduling with Southern Cal and UCLA coming in? I think it's just a scheduling with Southern Cal and UCLA. I know Ohio State wants to add an additional home game. Um, it's unfortunate those West Coast games, they're a lot of fun to go to. I thought it would uh, be a heck of a resume builder, but with the 12-team playoffs coming up, USC and UCLA coming over, it, it appears that eventually the Big Ten is going to do away with divisions altogether, um, or if they do, it's going to be somewhat of a pod system to try to keep the travel uh, restrictions, this travel constraints down for USC and UCLA. But I just think it's just a matter of, the landscape is changing in the conference with those two teams coming in, and they wanted to be able to free up space so that they can get an additional home game. M. Roos in Cincinnati. How does Ohio State fix their secondary coaching issues? That's a big question. Uh, the secondary was a major problem down the stretch. You look at the last three teams against Maryland, Michigan, and Georgia, the secondary was a major liability. I do think that they have the talent. Being able to get the transfer kid out of, out of um, Ole Miss was a huge boom to the recruiting, uh, to the cornerback room. Getting the safety transfer from Syracuse will also help. But you got to play some of those younger guys like Sonny Styles. Um, get those younger guys ready to go and, and Kai Stokes. The interesting dynamics that a lot of Ohio State fans talked about is Perry Alano, which is the safety coach, came over from Cincinnati where he was the corners coach. But you look at the job that he did at, at, at Cincinnati where he had Christian Bryant who's over at um, – or Kobe Bryant who's over in Seattle starting as a rookie. And then obviously you look at Sauce Gardner, uh, defensive rookie of the year. You would think if you're going to bring a guy over who has the pedigree to get, young, get guys developed into the NFL, that's what you want at your current program. But Ryan Day decided to move him to a safeties coach so it's just going to be a matter of can Tim Walton, the corners coach, get that unit playing at a high level. If not, his feet will be extremely hot. Uh, I know Jim Knowles is going to be able to take a step back this year with the addition of James Laurinaitis. He's going to be able to run the, the linebacker room. So Jim is going to have a little bit more oversight over the secondary. But the most important thing is just play those play those younger, talented guys. If you feel that they're, ta- if they're good enough, uh, to be here at Ohio State, they were all highly regarded kids. Get them developed and get them ready to play. Tom has another one. He says, I assume that McCord is going to be the starting quarterback based on his time there, third year, and he has some in-game experience. Is there really going to be a quarterback competition, he asks? I do think it's going to be a quarterback competition. Uh, I don't think we're going to get an answer on who the starting quarterback is until summer camp. Uh, McCord, I believe, will get the first crack at bat, but there's so many variables happening at Ohio State when spring ball starts. You're not going to have Julian Fleming and Emeka Ebuka 
Uh, they're going to be sitting out, recovering from surgeries. You look at Marvin Harrison Jr., he's going to be on the pitch count. We all know what he is uh, as a, far as a wide receiver, first-round talent. So there's no need to you know, put him at risk of injury in the spring. So you're going to have a lot of young wide receivers that haven't had a lot of game experience getting first-team reps. On top of that, you lost your two tackles, so you're going to have to rebuild your offensive line. And then you throw in Brian Hartline, first-time play caller, who's going to be getting his feet wet this spring. So to me, I just don't think with all of those variables in place going into the spring that you're going to get a clear reading on who uh, the, the quarterback is, neck and shoulders above one or the other. Uh, I think you're going to get Devin Brown. He's going to get every opportunity to beat out Kyle McCord. But to start, I do think that the relationship with Kyle McCord and Marvin Harrison Jr. going back to high school, I think that's going to play a big role with him getting a first swing of the bat to see if he can earn that starting job. He's in Scottsdale, Jay Book. So a decent tee shot. He's on that Arizona State campus. Now, are you hearing this? Is this true? Rashada, obviously, according to all reports, had a contract that said over a period of time he was going to get $13 million. Obviously, that was voided. Never got it. He got out of his uh, national letter. He's now going to go to Arizona State. But some are saying he's not getting anything from Arizona State. Is that accurate? Do you go from $13 million to zero? I, I've heard the same thing. I've heard locally that he's not getting a cent from wow. Arizona State. <laughs> and uh, I know he's a legacy. His father played at Arizona State, so that was kind of the, the draw to throw them in the mix after everything fell apart with Florida. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think that him going to Arizona State, helping him repair his image, and from what I've heard, the kid really wasn't as involved with the NIL negotiations and the talking points that a lot of people in the media leads to believe. I'm told that the adults in the room were the ones that were driving that ship. There were handlers as far as NIL management that was pushing that envelope there. Uh, as far as this kid, I think he just wants to go somewhere where he can play some football and prove his worth. And Arizona State being his, his father's former alma mater was the landing spot but, yeah, it's, it's amazing that you go from $13 million to zero. Josh wants to know, is there a sleeper? Could you identify one at receiver? We know the stars' names. You just reeled them off. But is there anybody to look out for? Jalen Ballard. He's, he's the guy to keep an eye on. He is this year's version of Jamison Williams. They've recorded him up to running to 24 miles per hour uh, with the sports science data that they're getting there during winter workouts. And he is one of those guys that can really pop the top off the defense. He didn't get a lot of playing time this past year. I just think that Jalen Ballard is due for a major breakout because there's not a wide receiver in the room with his size, with his speed. You're talking about 6'2", 6'3", uh, kid that re really needed to get refined as a wide receiver. So after being under the tutelage of Brian Hartline for the last several years, I think he's poised for a major breakout. Got about a minute, Jay Book. Georgia fans want to know, and I don't know if I asked you this before, but it, it bears repeating, wants to know if there is a Dylan Rayola comp. His his game, his his style, is there a comp? I would say Big Ben, uh, Dylan Rayola. He's, he's a Big Ben type of guy. Huge arm, not very mobile. Um, I watched him several times out here in Arizona playing against some of the best competition. Uh, he's not a guy that's going to move his feet very well. He can make every throw. 
Uh, he's a big guy. When he gets into college, I wouldn't be surprised if he's playing around 240. Uh, his dad, a former offensive lineman, he kind of has that in his DNA. So you're probably looking at a you know, 6'3", 240 type of quarterback, 6'4", uh, that can make every throw with a heck of an arm. Definitely needs to work on his touch a little bit as far as the accuracy. And it's kind of hard to gauge when you're out there looking at a, a kid with that much talent going to high school, town, high school uh, wide receivers. But, yeah, I would say Big Ben is the comp. Jay Book, appreciate it, man. Always good. Have a good one. Talk to you soon. There he is. There he is. Jay Book with Buck Nuts. And dude is so good. I mean, we got into some stuff right there, right? Did did we dig into some things? I think we did. Yeah, he's he is outstanding. I'm glad I decided I should have done that years ago. That's the negative is I shouldn't have waited so long. The positive is he's he's coming on the show, which has been fantastic. Yeah, he is he is excellent. With that, we have to take a break. Tomorrow, Kevin Hagan. I taped that this morning. Ole Miss Evie. And also Brad Powers. Omni Nashville Hotel. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. Hey, small business owner, when's the last time you checked your workers' comp rate? For many small businesses, workers' comp insurance is one of their biggest costs. But some don't check their rate often. Did you know rates can vary? In fact, taking three minutes to check your rate with Pi Insurance could save you up to 30%. Just go to IWantPie.com, share a few details about your business, and get a quote that's customized for you with no hassle or hidden fees. We know you're busy, but spending just a few minutes to check your rate could save you money. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. See how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for pie or get a quote at IWantPie.com. That's IWantPie.com. 
Welcome to Smashville, home of the biggest hits in hockey and the loudest parties on Broadway. Join us at Bridgestone Arena Thursday, February 16th as your Nashville Predators take on the Boston Bruins. And don't miss Saturday, February 18th against the Florida Panthers. You do not want to miss these games. Purchase your tickets today at NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. That's NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. We can't wait to see you back inside Bridgestone Arena. Let's go, Preds! When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Staunch Titans fan, season ticket holder, Tim yep. Kelly is OC. Your reaction? Oh, I hate that so much. <laughs> oh, I hate that so Well, all right. Some more uh, tight end bubble screens, right? This sucks, man. Yeah, this is live reaction, dude. I had no idea. Yeah, trash, man. I hate it. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. If it's the P5, the G5, or a neutral site game in Council Bluffs, the Bill King Show has it covered. I was worried about regular season, Rick. I was. I thought, they're not beating Alabama. Alabama scores the ball too well. Well... They turned the ball over 19 times. Alabama did. It was a phenomenal defensive effort by regular season Rick, his players, and they won. I liked Alabama plus the three. That was not a good idea. Cosby Catterman. Bring the gator in the garage, but leave that nasty WNSR van outside because it's hunker down hairy dogs time for you boys over there in the mid-state. Be careful today, Bill. It's going to get bumpy over there. Most of it's been up above me, you know, a little further north up into Nashville, West Nashville, but maybe, yeah, maybe it comes down this way a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that most of that was yesterday, Bill, but uh, I think y'all are under the gun today, but I think really the people down there around Birmingham are, you know, as usual, or even like in that EF2 range, but I think y'all are under the gun, so uh, get your get the gator inside. I hear you, man. A unicorn, hey, too. Bill, yeah. yeah. There you go. Hey, Bill, a uh, little uh, basketball uh, rock top report, and I got it's a football show, so I got a football nugget for you. Yeah, but you got to tell us, did you sell your tickets? Bill, it was kind of a weird vibe pregame. It was about 65 degrees, uh, short weather last night. I think the last two buzzer beaters have really beaten down the Tennessee fan base. I was only get, able to get 100 for the pair last night. Wow. And yeah, I do have a funny story, though, Bill. I had some bammers come up, try to buy my tickets. Uh, one of them said, hey, man, you take Apple Pay. I looked at him. I said, hey, man, y'all always think uh, McDonald's bags are cute and funny. Go find one. (laughs) Cash only. Cash only, homie. Straight cash, homie. Apple pay. (laughs) (laughs) What about that? I I, I threw a few. uh, There were were some Bama fans last night, Bill. I threw a few, uh, um, you know, flop from op, uh, Dubose references at them as they were waddling in. What about Bitcoin? They asked you if you take 
do you take Bitcoin? <laughs> no Bitcoin, no Apple Pay. Just go find a McDonald's bag, straight cash homie. <laughs> hey, Bill, I'll tell you what, though. Good guys won last night. But um, uh, well, at Alabama, dude, that Brandon Miller, you can still tell he was off last night. 15 points, fouled out. He still looks awesome, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's going to the, the the Hatfields and McCoys. Got to go see the Real Housewives of Corbin. Got to stop off and buy some bad tobacco and some lottery tickets in Corbin on the way up 75. Big game Saturday. I know you watch those cats more than the Vols. I, uh, if that overlaps with baseball, we'll not be watching. Well, I can have it on a different TV. Yeah. Yeah, I know, Bill. Come on. You got you got more than one TV flying over there at the uh, studio That's there. That's true. But uh, got, got a payback, old Cal. Got, got a little payback, hopefully, coming for Cal and right the ship a little bit. Hopefully the buzzer beaters are over. All right, Bill, football show, a little football nugget for you real quick. I know you don't follow the, the NFL, but the, you know, the draft kind of mixes college and pro. I don't know if you've heard this or not yet, but Todd Mashey has got his latest mock draft out. It's got 11 SEC dudes going in the first round. And Dar- Darnell Go Wright ahead. and uh, Jalen Hyatt, I think, first round, right? Uh, well, I didn't see them. I don't think those were mentioned. I just was kind of Googling around a little bit. But um, okay. that's Maybe probably not. typical. Typical, I think. Probably normal year. That's probably about right. A third, about a third of the, uh, heck, nearly a half of the first round SEC players. But uh, it amazes me, Bill. They're saying three SEC quarterbacks going to go high. Richardson, Levis, and uh, Bryce Young. It's almost like uh, Hennon Hooker didn't have a season last year. <laughs> they, they forgot about him after he ripped his knee over in that crappy field with all that sand on it. Over there uh, in the Carolinas, you know, a lot of people, well, there's a conspiracy theory. They think Carolina trucks some sand in over there, by the way, to slow Tennessee down. Have you ever heard that one? <laughs> um, yeah, I started that rumor. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the, the new version, the old way to do it was to grow the grass high like yeah. they do up there at Notre Dame, like Lou yeah. Holtz used to do. Now it's just throw some sand on the field to try to slow down Jalen Hyatt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think Hooker, though, Bill, for the Tennessee fans out there, they're saying mid-second round, which is good for him. But I think in Levis, really old, too, and he nearly 20 – I know Hooker's 24, 25 now, which is crazy. But isn't like Levis pretty old also? I think he's 22 probably. I don't think he's I thought old. he was a little older than that. He might, I'll have to look it up. Did you ever see the, think you see the days when you see 24, 25-year-old dudes playing so-called college football? We all know it's not college football anymore. But uh, did you ever think you'd see the day when 24-year-old dudes were playing college football? Well, I mean, you, you, Chris Winky, he was 27. <laughs> well, yeah, Gordy Lockbaum, but outside of something like that, you don't see it every day, do you? Right. I, Bill, I bet every team in the SEC has got a 25-year-old dude on their roster. Levis is 23. I just looked it oh. up. Okay. Yeah. Well, Bill, I am praying for you guys. Uh, I'm not making it up. You might want to check out the Weather Channel, but I think y'all are under the gun. So uh, watch out for the hail and the, and the tornadoes. Hopefully none of either. Hang in there. I hear you, man. So we got a hundred for the pair. <laughs> Bama fan, now you you think he's making that up or is that true? Bama fan asked him if he took Apple Pay. I mean, I get. I mean, that's a way. I mean, McDonald's has a sign up; they take Apple Pay. I think a lot of people do. But you're standing out there in a crowd selling tickets. That's not. Yeah, you want you want cash. Cosby Cattleman implemented a McDonald's bag joke in there, too. Oh, gosh. Yeah, everybody's commenting on J-Book. Danny in New York City. Wish you had a Michigan guy as good as J-Book. NL topic is very interesting with each school. Surprising Ohio State and Smith aren't on the same page. 
If Meyer was there, I doubt there would be a division. Well, remember, there was a division with him and that university president. That was bad. Now, I don't know if that would have anything to do with NIL today, but let me put it this way. If there was a division with Urban Meyer, um, you would feel the earth shake. Brian Day does not have that kind of muscle, not like he did. So the battle you have is booster money that has always historically gone to the school, athletic department, the school, now getting chopped up some because of name, image, likeness, which we've talked about that before too. He said the collective can't even get a working list of donators from Gene Smith. And that's a problem. I would say that's not just Ohio State. That's a problem, though. One more break. Thursday edition. I'll be Nashville Hotel. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Hey, you know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh, okay. <laughs> Woohoo! I won! See what you did there? I jumped up and down? No, that was a leap. Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You could win up to $5 million. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. And now, some big news from WINN. The new February instant games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived. Now, for some bigger news, there are four new exciting games to choose from. And now, for our biggest news yet, you could win a top prize of $5 million. Make a break for fun today with February Instant Games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three-cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. 
The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. The, these things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. And by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville's Sports Radio. College sports. Bill King knows a few things. Yeah, I've, I've tried Michigan homes in the past. And, and they've been decent, but they don't stand out like Jay Book and the others. Kevin Hagan. And the others we have. I mean, go through the list. They just don't. Ole Miss Evie. I want you to literally come through the radio at people, meaning impress them that much, right? J-Book does that. The others we have, they do this. If somebody gets me somebody from Michigan who can project like that, can be that sharp, I'd love it. Josh has an idea. He says, how about Les Miles and Ann Moeller? Have them on together. I've got some questions. I don't know if that would be the topic, though, Josh, that we need to get to. Even though it would be pretty funny. (laughs) Uh... Yeah, I understand. I understand what you're saying there. I understand exactly where Josh is trying to go with that one. Danny in New York. Sam Webb's a guy I go to for program information at Michigan. Only problem is he's on the air same time. Yeah, I've had some folks on in the past. They just didn't jump off the page at me, metaphorically speaking. Tom in Myrtle Beach. You guys... Danny in New York City and Larry, North Carolina, need to find one. Says Dan in Huntsville. Dan in the Rocket City doesn't cut it. He still thinks Kevin Hart is the running backs coach. That's true. That's true. We have done a we've done a poor job on this show. If if Wolverine Dan still thinks Kevin Hart is the running backs coach. Then somewhere this show has failed him. And that would be me, right? I have failed him. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, J-Book is fantastic. 614 Rob, thanks to Jonah. His name is Jonah Booker, but obviously J-Book. That's what he goes by on Twitter. That's interesting. I mean, you would think. And and I'll ask, uh, I'm going to ask Kevin Hagan about that this morning while we tape for tomorrow. There's been last, I mean, since what, July 21, when this stuff got unleashed. There's been talk that Nick has not been real happy 
from time to time with the collective there or the situation there as it comes to competitiveness money-wise. Now, I still – look, there's money. Don't don't misunderstand. Keon Keeley, I'm sure, is ha- plenty happy, right? Same with Bryce Young. Remember, he talked about Bryce Young being uh, a million-dollar guy before he ever started for them. But I'm just saying in general because – Let's think. Let's think about it. I mean, Nick. Nick wants to dominate, and that means wherever, and that would also include name, image, likeness. Dominate, crush everybody. So I'll ask Kevin about that. It's an interesting topic. But I would have, if I would have stereotyped when we started with name, image, likeness, and let's say we were having a conversation about teams that are just going to kill it. I mean, they're going to. It's going to be so harmonious. It's going to work out well. Now, remember, players are not going to be happy about not making as much as others. But I'm just talking about having a lot of money in your collective and a lot of people on board with it. I just said Ohio State's going to be right there in the upper echelon group. And talking to Jay Book in just last several months, that's not the case. I'm surprised. Now, if that if – you, you, said that was the case coming out of Notre Dame, well, I'd say that's par for the course, right? Now, Notre Dame's got some guys with name, image, likeness uh, relationships. They do. But it's also been made pretty clear. Marcus Freeman has even said this. If, if, If your whole angle in recruiting as a player is about name, image, likeness, that's right at the top, it's probably not going to be for you, meaning Notre Dame. If, if that's if that's your number one criteria, 614 Rob, Bill Gene Smith is a dinosaur when it comes to funding football. He's been infected with the school's money-grubbing disease and has forgotten that the football program is the daddy of his athletic department. Six one four Rob says Bill, I think Ann Moeller's getting a little old. She's 82. <laughs> Josh doesn't care. Not at all. Ken, down in Georgia, give Wolverine Dan and us older folks a pass. I told somebody this week it was the middle of December. Yeah, he's, he's done the Kevin Hart thing twice here on the show. Wolverine Dan has. <laughs> oh, here's a good one. P. Hall says, Bill, when you talk to Kevin, ask if there's any new update on Eli Gold. Yeah, Eli's had a health problem and has not been available for quite a long time. Football and basketball. Now, he wasn't doing basketball anyways, was he? He was doing football. That's a good question. That is a very good I wasn't thinking about that. I will I will put that on the list. No, I appreciate that. Anything else you can go ahead and post it. Yeah, because in about two hours and change, I'll be taping Kevin. See you on the Friday edition. Kevin Hagan, Ole Miss Evie, Brad, Flashbop.